welcome to another episode of Ran. We booked it. Welcome to my episode. It's all about me and what I've planned. And in theory, when we do these kind of episodes where like only one person knows what the heck is happening, uh, you know, it'd be cool. Rose kind of knows because technical difficulties happen, but that's, that's beside the point. She's forgotten and we move on. Mm-hmm. Yes, and before we get started, make sure to follow our Instagram at WeBookedIt for updates about the podcast, and if we ever do have technical difficulties, um, we'll be uploading reviews and like posting on our stories more often to kind of compensate for that, so. Yeah. But, so I said this episode was about me. It's not. I planned it. <laughs> it's about music, but the music is about books. Specifically, it's about an artist and the songs that she has written. The artist's name is Victoria Carble, and she has albums, she has two albums called Bookish Songs, that are literally songs about books, like certain books that she's read. And it took me way too long to figure that out, because I just thought, <laughs> oh, it's an album about, like, music that, like, can go along with a book but like any music can do that when you're you know what any music can do that but when you think oh look this connects to a book kind of clicks um mm-hmm. but she for the longest time had never written a song about a book i had read so i mm. was unaware until my friend was like oh yeah and i was like oh i've listened to her for like a year and i haven't picked that up but looking through her songs, I noticed, like, oh, they connect to books. And then I was like, my friends have read these books. And so, that's how we segue into mm. the songs I have chosen to make Rose listen to um, beforehand. All go with a book or series that she has read. And today, will be about... Her trying to figure out which song goes to which book and book couple mm-hmm. or characters. So. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready, Rose? And I, I am ready, and I'm. I was so excited about this concept because, like, it's so creative. <laughs> I like never would have thought to do something like this so it's so creative i don't know how i'm gonna top myself if i ever do another nickel's nose episode (laughs) i know i don't even know what i would do at this point stand the the bar is high you're welcome yes yes but all right i'm gonna start with the series that i don't think you finished it completely but you finished at least the first book which is mm-hmm. the Red Queen. Okay. Do you remember much from that series? A little bit. Um, I know there's a kind of a love triangle at play with the main character, and I remember remember the premise of like there are people with red blood who are like they they're normal, they have no powers, and then there are those who um, have silver blood and they can like manipulate the elements and stuff like that. (laughs) That sounds cool. The first song we'll be looking at with the Red Queen is The Ghost of You. And I'm really interested to see how this song will connect. Because 
the of the main chorus. So when I listened to this, I made note of yeah, I think it was the main chorus that I made a note of. <laughs> I put wrote down the lyrics. And they are you're a killer, you're a beast, a perfect shell that's empty underneath. I know I hate you, I know you're cool, a monster that was made and taught to rule. But tell me the truth, are you haunted too by the ghost of you? And so as I was, you know, going through and listening and also reading the lyrics, I kind of just got this impression like this this person is haunted by whoever they're singing about and whoever this they claimed to be and they are no longer the way they used used to be i really like this song because if you look at it one way the person Mm -hmm. could be talking about themselves in a way because like are you also haunted by who you were in the past i could i could see that too of like this is like a self-reflection like someone who doesn't necessarily like themselves but they're also kind of reflecting on the situation. They're like, I know I'm a monster now, but... <laughs> Ooh, that gives me Queen of Hearts vibes. Is that the right one? Yeah. 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 I know a lot about Marissa Meyer now. I've never read a single one of her books. But uh, this song is about a couple of characters. Would you like to take a guess at who those characters are? Yes. I think this is about the main character. Her name is Mare. And it's got to be one of the brothers. It's got to be some angle of the love triangle. But yeah. well, which one? Maven? Yeah, it is. <laughs> nice. It's Mare and Maven. So tell me about their relationship. Did they even yeah, have one? So she's attracted to both brothers. She's attracted to Cal and she's attracted to Maven. They're both, like, part of this family of royalty. They're princes. They're in line to rule. And if I remember correctly... Okay, I think I think he was the younger brother. Because Mare is... In the book, she says, Cal might be born to rule, but Maven was meant for it. Oh. Um, he has wanted to change, like, the existing social class system while his brother Cal was against this idea, thinking it would lead to their country's downfall. And eventually, Maven shows his true colors and personality because near the end of this first book, this other girl, Ilara, is telepathically forcing Cal to kill their father, the king. And Maven doesn't do anything. He just stands there. Ilara has always wanted to do this, has always wanted to murder Tiberius the sixth and make sure that Cal was blamed for it so that Maven would have become the new king. And so Maven agreed to this. I guess he always secretly hated his father and his brother because he was always overlooked and ignored by his father because Cal was the older brother and he he was the lot in in line for the throne so he got more special treatment more training etc the moment that their father is killed the cameras like surveillance footage is like restored and maven starts screaming in cal's face about him killing their father which convicts cal and makes makes it look like he 
he did do this and wasn't forced to do it against his will and eventually Maven becomes the new king. <laughs> Whoa. And Mare and Cal have to get out of there. <laughs> Wait, why does Mare gotta go with? That's a good question. <laughs> I I think she was there in the palace to begin with because she's someone with red blood. And so, um, like, very beginning of the book or so, she is at this, like, big event thing going on. Like, I think silver people are, like, showing off their skills or something like that. And she, like, falls onto this, like, electric... I think it's, like, one of those barriers, you know, like, keep the audience out of the way of the people in the arena type thing. And she fell on it. It was, like electrical but she didn't end up dying she ended up manipulating the electricity and so she has powers even though she shouldn't because she has the red blood so she's this crazy phenomenon that they just decide to adopt into the palace and train her so she <laughs> knows how to use her powers and i guess they're just trying to figure out what to do with her and maven i, I don't know if he's like set on wanting to kill her or what? But the love triangle. One of them evil? But the evil? love triangle. Yeah. What? <laughs> I remember when I read this being so shocked. Ooh. Like, I did not see it coming. So yeah, there's like the backstory of the Red Queen. <laughs> cool. There's another song though. Uh, and the other one is Every Time. This one, I saved the lyrics for... They are, burn this frozen heart back to life, tongues of flame to fill the void inside. Love is weakness in the in this war we fight. I build my walls with you, they fall every time. And so, as I was listening to this and like going through, I was thinking like, they're kind of using this other person despite knowing and admitting that love is a weakness, and yet they find that the other person is like get good at getting through to them and like they are being a good influence even though this person admits like love is a weakness we probably shouldn't be <laughs> oopsie doing this i would like to point out however i would like to point out the lyrics he shares my bed but it's not him i'm dreaming of ooh that's good too <laughs> scandalous yeah, I think this whole song is really well written though, because as you go through the lyrics, it's like a king without a crown, we're tearing your kingdom down, and like, blood runs red inside my veins. So I think this this has got to be about Mare, at the very least. Okay, there's another character though. I would say Cal, at this point. Is that your final I, I am saying, I, I, yeah, that's my final answer. <laughs> It's Mary and Cal. <laughs> <laughs> really got you sweating there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the lyrics definitely make sense. This, this I feel, would be at the end of the first book or the beginning of the second one. Was she leaning more towards Maven? Is that why? I, I honestly couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, she probably was. But I, th I think she does have, like, this sense of right and wrong 
because she grew up with red blood and she grew up poor. Um, she does have a pretty good sense of justice and knows, like, his way of doing things. It's a little cray. <laughs> so there's that it's at least, little, right? It's a little few too many, or a little too many uh, boundaries and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just can't be with a killer, you know? No, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's it's not you, it's me, <laughs> but really, it, it's you. <laughs> All right, what do you have? What's next for me? Oh, What's you're gonna love here? this. Who do you love with all of your heart and all of her series? <laughs> Marissa Meyer. <laughs> yeah. So take a guess at which series. Is it the Lunar Chronicles? Is the Lunar Chronicles? All right, hit me with it. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> Yes. Quiet the monsters. For this one, I highlighted the lyrics. I'm frightened by the monsters inside, but you calm the storm in my mind. Terrified. Look into my eyes. Cause you quiet the monsters inside my mind. And so this person is really struggling with some like inner turmoil got some like personal things they're going through and the person that they're singing about or singing to really helps calm them down and it helps them realize like it's gonna be okay <laughs> do you have a guess on which characters from which series because it is another couple i think it would be the princess princess winter and her like childhood friend slash guard whose name escapes me (laughs) (laughs) whose name escapes me so unimportant yeah no he is important to her (laughs) but also like her book is the last book and so like a bunch of stuff goes down and it's not really like focused on their relationship though there is a part like she to give some like context of why i think this is she is like a lunar being she lives on the moon and they have these like of course special powers um and what they can do is like they can manipulate what people see or like make people do things against their will like powers like that and she decided at one point in her life there was this girl who was really sad and wanted to end her life and without knowing the context winter helped her and made her feel better well it turns out this girl was getting abused and she was trying to escape this situation and because winter forced her to be happy and go back she wasn't any better off And so Winter decided, because of this traumatic situation, she would never use her powers again. Well, when you don't use your powers as a lunar person, you eventually start to go mad. And so even though she's uh, like, I want to say 15-ish, she's been like suppressing her powers for like a couple years now. It kind of displays almost like schizophrenia. She, like, sees things that aren't there and 
experiences things that aren't actually happening. And so, like, there's actually this one line, like, I see who you are under ice that won't thaw. And there's a point, like, when we're first introduced to her, she's like, I can feel the ice crawling up my legs and, like, crawling down my arms and keeping my hands planted to the armrests. And, like, she's experiencing this unreal situation where this ice is creeping over her body. Wow, that's intense. Yeah, so she just, like, has experiences like that. And her childhood friend, who's, like, always been there for her, has always supported her, he's the one who can calm her down and help her see, like, this isn't real, um, you're just experiencing this because of you not using your powers, and he's always, like, he's never been, like, well, you could just use your powers and, like, this wouldn't be happening anymore. He's always supported her decision and been there for her, even though she knows this is the harder path. Does his name start with a J? I think so. Winter and Jason. Anyway. <sighs> so you read you've read two series by Cassandra Clare. Yes. Will you name one of them? And that's the one we'll start with. The Mortal Instruments. The Mortal Instruments. Lovely. That's like her first series. So the song that goes with the character couple in this book is pure. This song is about a girl in love singing to a person who is just tortured by the mistakes that they've made and just can't get themselves give themselves to her. And you know, obviously like he just he just can't help but attempt to destroy himself as uh, supported by the lyric your recklessness is ever my frustration. I feel that. <laughs> I feel like about people in real yeah, life. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, it is so hard to watch your loved ones, like, struggle or be reckless or self-destruct. Like, you just want to help them. And sometimes you can. But when you can't, it is just so painful. So she's she's singing about real life, too. Yeah. <laughs> this lot, there's one of... A, a, first two lines of the chorus how can this be wrong your eyes your heart your skin your touch that would be perfect for an emma and julian song i also i did write those down oh. uh, including after the second line where it goes where i belong don't walk away i know you think you're a monster with all you've done you can't be sure but trust me and i'll show you how our love is pure would it be clary and Jace. Yeah. Those hair and Dale jeans <laughs> nice. really, really, uh, did yeah. not hide the fact. No. Do you remember the other series you read? Um, I do. It is The Infernal Devices. <laughs> <laughs> and the first song is Be My Heart. Alright, so... This is when I kind of started to pick up on things. What do you mean? Uh, oh, oh, when you like started to pick up. Some... Yeah, there's a line in here. And your note, I've listened to these songs for so long, and you you brought a note, like, Shadowhunters, question mark? And I was like, I never caught that. Yeah. <laughs> what in the world? Yeah. 
Because she said, love that burns like the skin we've marked. And I thought, Shadowhunter runes. Which, by the way, is such a weird concept of taking a glowy stick and just going, like, drawing. (laughs) Like, is that not how you envision it? I always imagine it like a weird looking twig. Like a very smooth twig. Like, it's just a stick of wood. That's how I've always thought of it. Like a wand? Yes. Like they take a... Yes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I could see that. I could see that. But yeah, so this that it was that line specifically that I thought, eh, okay, okay. And um, I thought this song was about a person who loses someone or is about to lose someone that they care very deeply about. And I guess I need to guess the couple yeah. too. Um... They're a couple of characters, but they're not a couple. Mmm. So I guess it's not Tessa. <laughs> Tessa and her love triangle. You had a love triangle? Yeah. What? I know who Tessa is, but she had a love triangle? Um, she originally marries will oh my gosh and then gets with gem are you kidding me no <laughs> she goes for the parabell and then she are why that okay listen 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 that's that should be more illegal than parabatai being together that's so From switching from one so parabatai to the other. I'm in love with your BFF. Never mind, I'm breaking up with him and getting together with you. What the? Well, to be fair, Jem... <laughs> this is turning into an analysis of Cassandra <laughs> Clare, which is fine. We're, we were, we're going to get to that yeah. anyways uh, in, a, in a future episode, I'm yeah. sure. But, like, to be fair, Jem does turn into a silent brother. <laughs> This is before or after. Does he get rejected? When they get together. And he, he gets rejected and so he well, goes he does she. Brother. I don't think she... <laughs> I don't think she ever officially rejected him because he's he's sick throughout the whole book Loser. series trilogy. I know. So I guess if this isn't that Tessa and whoever else, it's gotta be Will and Jem. You're right. It's the Parabata. I can see that. Spoilers, Will dies, right? He has to die, of course. He's, he's a shadow hunter. Yeah, because he's like, he's just like a, a regular shadow hunter. And then Jem no, becomes a silent special brother. About him. And they live forever. And then he's not a silent mm-hmm. brother. So I think he dies eventually. He's not even a shadow hunter at that point. Mm-hmm. He can still okay. live forever. Which would be nice because Tess is a warlock. Yeah. Anyway, there's one final song. It's gentle. Alrighty. Gentle. This is the one song I don't actually like have that I listen to her. Alright, well. Is this still the uh infernal yes. devices? It's still the infernal okay. devices. Yeah, so my mo- my note for this one was the tender beginnings of something question mark 
Yeah, she does. The beginnings of what? Tender, fragile. I bet you it's it's love. No. <laughs> what? what? I found a lyric that seems really interesting. What's that? Oh, I know a place. I know a river. I promise I'll wait. I promise I'll linger. Don't say goodbye. Yet. I think it's Jim and Tessa. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> they make a promise to each other for once a year, they're going to meet on this bridge for like just an hour just to see each other um, after he becomes a silent brother. And you pointing out the lyric with, I know, River, I promise I'll wait, I promise I'll linger, that definitely. Uh. <laughs> All I know, well, I know quite a bit of Dem now, but I know he uh, he was a silent brother, and he was the person who did, or was at, Julian and Emma's Tarabadi ceremony. And that he's a car stairs, mm-hmm. and that uh, he used to have, a, he used to have, he still kind of has, Church d- g- is a cat, he goes wherever the heck he wants, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I honestly think Church is like some being that was turned into a cat. I don't think Church turned out as a cat. <laughs> Emma loves Jim, so uh, therefore I mm-hmm. like Jim. It is interesting having read the Infernal Devices and then having read the first book of the Dark Artifices. Granted, I did it backwards, but now, <laughs> reflecting on it, it is like, oh, he, he has a nice, he has an unfortunate journey, but things are starting to work out for him. I will say one thing that bothers me. In your me, pump? Everyone's like, the mm-hmm. car stairs have, like, an obligation to help the Herondels. I'm like, that was, like, five million years ago. I know. Like, I, I ain't <laughs> holding Emma to, for, to Kit for anything. Like, nah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. That was, I really like that. Again, it was really fun to do. I'm glad I can introduce you and many other people to my niche. Because I tend to find them and sit there alone. Well, now you have at least one other person there. (laughs) That's what I need. I just need one other person. Alright, well, thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to check out our Instagram, because if things do arise, we we will have more content. That's not just Mm -hmm. every other week or every week. But, yeah. As for now... As for now... We gotta book it. We gotta book it.